Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Four Things You Need to Do Right. Today I wanted to take a step back and reflect on what, in hindsight, really allowed me to have success in my own business. As I mentioned many times before, I just happened to do some very important things right when I first got started in my business. It wasn't because I had some master plan sketched out. I was just kind of fortunate in that the things I did do right were essential to having success. These things are nothing more than a set of principles in a sense. They guided me and they can help guide you too. The first one was I had a clear vision of what I wanted to accomplish. My goal from pretty much the very beginning was to operate a cleaning business that served small to mid-sized businesses. I didn't really want to clean schools and tall office buildings, though I did wind up doing both at various times, but only because they fell right into my lap. No, instead I had a vision to stay small because I wanted to keep my business simple and easy to manage, and I thought that was the best approach for me. And it turns out that philosophy was a winner because the more larger established cleaning companies in my area didn't really bother with the smaller stuff that I was going after, so I kind of had my way in this market segment. I was able to price things as I saw fit. And this kind of makes sense if you think about it because without all that much competition I could charge pretty much what I wanted to and this wound up making my particular niche very profitable. Like I mentioned, this wasn't by plan but it worked out very well for me. And it all happened because I had a clear vision. Number two, the next thing I got right was that I worked at making my company appear corporate in my marketing materials, but personal when meeting in person. And the best way to describe this is that I wanted to have the look of a franchise, but the feel of a local businessman. And it, it turns out that that approach was also a winning strategy. And this is because if your marketing looks like a child just printed it off the computer, nobody's even going to consider you. You're not even going to get a phone call. Now, this doesn't mean that you need full color marketing materials, because you don't. In fact, I never used any color in my marketing materials at all. Color cost way too much, and that's why I always went with just really black and white sales letters and flyers. The printing is just so much more cost effective. When you do that, however, your materials must be well written and perfectly formatted, as those details make all the difference. The only time I ever spent money on color was for two things. One was on my magnetic business cards which they are well worth the money. And this is still a great idea because you can get a 1,000 cards for like $179. That's a great spend as far as I'm concerned. The other was for my regular business cards, which is a no-brainer. Full color on both sides of the card. Yeah, and you got to use two sides of the card. You know, there's no use in 50% of the business card is wasted if you only put it on the front. Moving on, number three. Remember the investment you had to make to get each customer. You need to work hard at getting a customer, and you have to work just as hard at keeping them. So that's something that you have to keep in mind as you get started. Beginners quickly forget this principle. This is why sending out thank you cards and even gift certificates to local eateries is a way to let your customers know how much you value them. Doing a good job comes first, of course, but following up with a personal touch of some kind makes a huge difference in how you are perceived as a company. You don't have to do this all the time, but occasionally you do. You want to reach out and let them know how much they matter to you. You know, they're paying your bills, so 
Got to be nice to them. Number four, this last tip is really about educating yourself day in and day out. Uh, that's something that I always did and I never stopped. The more you know, the more you can provide value to those you service. Go to seminars, buy books, sub subscribe to magazines, scour the internet for people who can teach you skills that you can use. Odds are, you can be better off learning a little bit more about marketing, a little bit more about sales, negotiating, digging into the financial side of running a business. There's so much to know. And doing so will help you become more well-balanced over the long haul. Now keep in mind, Rome wasn't built in a day, as my old boss used to say, but just plug away a little each week and you'll be fine. So this wraps up the four things you need to do right. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.